It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. I want to pull like the whistles. Yeah, you know what I mean. When I'm blue, I'm on the net. Girl, she went shots for the team. I was in high school with dreams. Now I'm almost looking clean. Teaching game like a dean. Coach all these girls to a ring. Hey, guys. Welcome to the Locked On Wizards podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Troy Halliburton. And today I'm going to be talking about the Wizards' uh, latest home loss to the Miami Heat. They lost uh, 100 to 89. I know a lot of people are confused by that score because usually that's like a uh, end of third quarter score for the Wizards. But uh, they they actually played a pretty solid uh, defensive game and uh, really kept Miami at bay for the majority of the game. As a matter of fact, the Wizards uh, actually had an eight-point lead uh, with... 9.24 left to go after Shabazz Napier hit a three-pointer. Uh, he actually got fouled on that shot. He went to the free throw line, and he missed that shot. But at that time, at 9.24, it was 83-75. to 75. The Wizards were up eight points. And uh, as I stated uh, to start this podcast, the Wizards finished with 89 points. So that means they scored a grand total of six points over the last nine minutes and 24 seconds of the game. Um, The best way to describe what happened for the Wizards was that the offense got completely stagnant. And I don't want to have to blame Bradley Beal, but when your uh, supposed uh, all-NBA player goes 1-11 for in the second half, uh, not scoring any points in the fourth quarter, um, I think that he is 100% uh, culpable for the Wizards' loss in this game. And then when you compound that with the fact that uh, Jimmy Butler exited the game in the second half with a uh, left toe injury, it really left the Wizards in a position where they could have stolen this game versus the Miami Heat. And I don't want to put all of the blame on to Bradley Beal because – you know, he, he did uh, score 23 points tonight, and I mean, he was one of only three Wizards players who really kind of showed up tonight. Uh, when you look at the box score and you look at the fact that uh, Shabazz Napier had 27 points and uh, Dos Bertans had 25 points uh, off of the bench, I mean, that's literally 75 of the Wizards' 89 total points for the evening. And so you look at the fact that uh, Rui Hashimura, uh, he's probably, I guess it's safe to say that he's hitting that rookie wall at this point because he played 40 minutes and he went 0 for 8 from the field and scored zero points in this game. Uh, that is on top of uh, the three points that he scored uh, in the last game. And so you're starting to see that Rui Hashimura is definitely going through a little bit of a lull here um, when it comes to his uh, productivity as the season wanes. One of the bonuses of Rui not playing a lot of basketball is the fact that, okay, 
he doesn't have a lot of wear and tear on his body, but at the same time, he doesn't have the proper conditioning probably to play a full 82 game professional season. So when you think about the fact that this guy hasn't played AAU ball, uh, he played three seasons at Gonzaga and uh, you know, the college seasons are what, what, you know, 30 games, 33 games, max 35 games. If you get a couple tournament games in uh, Rui probably has not played the proper amount of games that Wizards fans uh, would need for him to come out and have the proper conditioning to, to play in, you know, 40 minutes. Like you, we're, we're starting to add up these uh, minutes that Rui has been playing. And so, I mean, I, I, I really don't know what has been going on. I, everything looks the same. He's doing everything the same. He's working out the same. I would say um, a contributing factor has to be the fact that, you know, he missed that large stretch of the season. And so the biggest thing about that was the fact that, you know, with his uh, traumatic injury that he had, you know, he wasn't able to really go out and work out and, you know, stay in the proper game shape. So it's not even like, okay, you can say that he's been playing since, you know, September once training camp started and that he's been building up his core muscles so that he can sustain his play uh, later on in the season. You know, he missed a large chunk of the season, really, in real time. It was almost a month of complete game action. And so when you look at that, it it, it is uh, kind of concerning the fact that uh, Rui is hitting this uh, quote-unquote rookie wall right now, but he wasn't the only player who uh, received uh, significant minutes tonight that didn't produce. Uh, we're going down the line here looking at Isak Banga. He played 15 minutes. He actually started because Jerome Robinson was uh, out of the lineup. And Isak Bongo only had three points. Thomas Bryant played 16 minutes. He only had two points. Mo Wagner played 18 minutes. He had four points. And Troy Brown Jr., this is the guy, we've been talking about this on this podcast for a little while now, about how Troy really needed to take advantage of, uh, you know, this competition that he's having with Jerome Robinson. And so with Robinson being out for this game, you know, Troy had the perfect opportunity to step up and, you know, show why he deserves to get more playing time, why he deserves to, uh, you know, be the apple of the Wizards front office's eye. And he came out tonight with 30 minutes and he shot one for eight from the floor and only had five points. And honestly, that 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 is not the type of production that the Wizards need uh, from their first round draft pick from a year ago. Troy Brown has really kind of disappointed me with his, I don't know, with, with his just lack of intensity, with his lack of passion for the competition. Like there's this competition that's going on right in front of him and everybody seems to see it except for Troy Brown. It's really making it kind of frustrating with the fact that, you know, he has opportunities, you know, in front of him and, he has to understand that, you know, he's been in Scott Brooks's doghouse. And the only way that he's going to be able to get out of the doghouse is by coming out and being productive. I don't know what is going on with Troy Brown, but I do think that, I don't know, he, he, he needs to get it together because at the end of the day, uh, this Wizards roster is a very much fluid situation. And when you start to look at the guys that, 
you know, Tommy Shepard, the new GM, is going to keep. You know, that, that list seems to be dwindling uh, by the game. And so Troy Brown had better step his game up if he wants to stay around with the Wizards. Uh, lest he become the next NBA reclamation project. I'm going to take a quick break. And on the other side of that break, I want to talk to you guys about uh, the, the real reason why the Miami Heat were able to uh, get that lead in the fourth quarter. I, I'll give uh, a little bit of a hint. Uh, one of those reasons is Bam out of bio. And the second reason is the Wizards offense going completely staggered. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, guys. So I wanted to really talk about the fact that Bam Adebayo, I mean, he really showed why he was an Eastern Conference All-Star for the year. Like I said, with Jimmy Butler going out of the game in the second half, Bam came out and, I mean, at that uh, 9-24 mark when I talked about Shabazz Napier hitting that three, um, you know, the the Wizards had an eight-point lead at that point, and Bam, for the rest of the game, he scored 11 points. So even if no other Miami Heat would have scored a bucket, Bam Adebayo would have single-handedly taken that game over and won the game for the Miami Heat. He finished with 27 points and 14 rebounds, six assists. Um, I mean, he was just a, it was just a tour de force performance for him because of the fact that, you know, he's a starting center in the NBA right now, and he possesses a very rare skill set for a starting center right now in the fact that he can defend the rim he can also switch out onto perimeter defenders. He is a certified rim runner, uh, dunking everything, uh, catching all alley-oops. And he he's not a good three-point shooter, but what he lacks in outside shooting, he more than makes up for with the fact that he has the ball handling skills to uh, facilitate a lot of that Miami Heat offense. So when you look at the fact that he had six assists, so he finished with 11 points in that last nine minutes, but he also had a couple of dimes dropping passes off to uh, Kendrick Nunn and to Duncan Robinson, who also uh, had an amazing game. He shot eight for 12 from the floor. 11 of those shots were three-pointers. And, man, he had 23 points with a plus-minus of plus 26. Duncan Robinson is looking like, uh, you know, one of those uh, certified gems that the Miami Heat has been known to found with their uh, advanced scouting department. And when you directly uh, compare and contrast uh, Garrison Matthews, who is supposed to be the Wizards, you know, found hidden gem as a guy coming out of Lipscomb College, who is a deadly three-point shooter, you know, he played 17 minutes and... While he did finish with a plus-minus of plus three, and he had five steals, he had he very much had an impact on uh, the defensive end of this game. He didn't hit any shots. He only uh, took three shots. Uh, he didn't hit any of them. And 
you know, for a guy to play 17 minutes and he was basically filling in for Jerome Robinson while he was out, the Wizards greatly needed Garrison Matthews to have a a similar game to the one that he had the last time that uh, Miami came to D.C. and they uh, lost to the Wizards. And Garrison Matthews actually had 28 points in that game. And so I feel like uh, the Miami Heat, they were uh, very much aware of who Garrison Matthews was on the scouting report. And so uh, they did an excellent job of uh, really defending all of the Wizards' offensive action in that fourth quarter. Um, when you look at their switching scheme, they, they, they really got after the Wizards and they ran a scheme that, you know, kind of threw uh, Bradley Bill off. And so when I look at how Bradley Bill had his uh, – 25 point uh, game, 25 points a game scoring streak, and he had that snap tonight. Actually, he had been dominating at getting to the basket and getting to the free throw line. And so uh, tonight, you look at the fact that he only shot two free throws, and I mean, he really didn't score that many buckets in the paint. Um, he shot eight for 24 from the floor, and five of those shots were three point makes. So that means he only had three baskets, three two-point baskets in the entirety of the game. So that is very much contrary to the style that Bill has uh, grown accustomed to over his scoring hot streak. Man, I, I feel bad because I don't want to be too critical on Bill because, you know, he really has been dominant uh, ever since that he was snubbed from the All-Star game. But I think that this kind of goes back to the complaint that I have had about Bill over the course of this season with the fact that, you know, he really hasn't given those all NBA type performances. You know, he's given all NBA numbers for sure. Nobody is discrediting that, but he hasn't really given those all NBA type performances in the sense of I'm coming out and I'm putting the team on my back and we're going to come out and win this game. Bradley Bill had a grand opportunity with the Wizards up eight points in the fourth quarter of this game to take this game over and win the ball game. There's no Jimmy Butler on the court. So there's no wing player with the Miami Heat that can really mess with Bradley Bill. Now, of course, Bam Adebayo is a uh, all-star in his own right. And for this night, he looked like the better player than Bradley Bill. Not saying that he's a better player, but for this one night, he played better than Bradley Bill. I want to talk about the fact that uh, uh, Brad and Bam, I, I guess I don't even know if it was a jersey exchange because I didn't see uh, Bradley Bill walking around with a, a Bam jersey, but uh, there was a uh, a big hoorah about the fact that Bam wore a signed uh, Bill jersey after the game. I know that a lot of, a lot of Wizards fans uh, were, were, were a little upset about that. They, they think that there's some tampering and some other things that might be going on with that. Uh, I, I don't. I'm not going to go that far, but I think it's really just a, a mutual admiration between uh, uh, ballers. But I do think that you know Brad. I mean, he's been you know mad bad for you know this same stretch where he's been scoring a lot of points. But for him to come out and you know uh, give uh, Bam his jersey, and he spoke very highly and gave praises of Bam after the game. You know, it, it was just a little different, and it was it was just. An, observation that I had but you know the the Wizards um with the uh Orlando Magic and the Brooklyn Nets both uh getting wins uh tonight 
I think that we can pretty much put to rest the Wizards' uh, very much fleeting playoff hopes. But uh, still, there there are things that the Wizards can do and grow and develop. Uh, Rui Hashimura, you know, we want to see him get out of his rookie slump. Uh, we still need to work some things out at the center position. And I think that it's very interesting that uh, Wizards GM Tommy Shepard did a uh, Reddit AMA uh, a Q&A with Wizards fans. And, you know, wh- one of the things that Wizards fans asked him was about the center rotation. And so, uh, you know, I, th- I found uh, Tommy Shepard's answer to be very interesting with the fact that he said that the Wizards were running a center by committee approach. And he mentioned uh, Thomas Bryant, Mo Wagner, and uh, Andres Pesnik's AP as the three Wizards centers that, you know, they're trying to grow and develop. And there was no mention of Jan Mahimi. Uh, you know, I, I, I completely understand that, and they need to develop those guys. But, you know, I, I, I hate to say that, you know, Jan probably could have contributed to the Wizards maybe coming out here and possibly getting a win when Bam Adebayo was just going crazy on the offensive glass and and, and just kind of dominating uh, the Wizards at the rim. But Washington will have an opportunity to uh, get back on the winning track against the New York Knicks uh, this Tuesday. And so I, I think that, you know, like as the season progresses, uh, we, you know, as the, as the playoff hopes are fleeting, I think that the Wizards are going to focus more on their uh, development with their young players. And so I still want to see what we can get out of Troy Brown Jr. and Isak Bonga and Rui Hashimura and Thomas Bryant and Mo Wagner over the last 19 games of the season. You know, I, I think that this Wizards team, they have uh, definitely overachieved uh, for what the expectations were for them coming into this season. But I think that as this season has progressed, they can probably honestly say that they've left some money on the table here. So, you know, I, I, this season is about growth and development. And, you know, a part of that is Brad growing and trying to figure out how he can close uh, as that guy, as that franchise player, as that all-NBA player. But I, I'm just curious to see how the rest of the 19 games will play out. Thanks for listening, and I will see you guys on the other side after the New York Knicks game on Tuesday. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I wanna ball like the Wizards, yeah, you know what I mean. 
when I'm blowing on the net. Girl, she went shots for the team. I was in high school with dreams. Now I'm almost looking clean. Teaching game like a dean. Coach all these girls to a ring. I want a ball, I like the whistles. Yeah, you know what I mean. When I'm blowing on the net. Girl, she went shots for the team. I was in high school with dreams. Now I'm almost looking clean. Teaching game like a dean. Coach all these girls to a ring. I've been plotting since I was a fetus. Young PG legend like Gilbert Arenas. Now I'm chilling back, giving advice. I buy my girl shit that don't matter the price. They see that I'm taking, they try getting pants. Label money, I just tell in advance. I ain't cheating, I'm just trying to dance. She just trying to have me up in the trance. I'm in a stripper like fuck it. They just trying to make some buckets. Love when I slapped on my ones, but it bounced like a ball when I struck it. So if you ever see a real nigga like me, just let them live and just be how it be. Go to the club with them two and you'll see. With a J, we be on the same team. I want a baller like the Wizards. You know what I mean when I'm blowing on the net. Girl, she went shots for the team. I was in high school with dreams. Now I'm almost looking clean. Teaching game like a dean. Coach all these girls to a ring. I want a ball, I like the whistles. Yeah, you know what I mean when I'm blowing on the net. Girl, she went shots for the team. I was in high school with dreams. Now I'm almost looking clean. Teaching game like a dean. Coach all these girls to a ring. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.